0: Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the. I embrace your your energy,
1: and that's awesome, man.
0: I did.
2: Listening to the Moron Bros show here at realpunkradio.com. dot com. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ, and we are the Moron Bros. Every single week, we are bringing you the peachiest, the Georgiaiest Hollywood of the East Coastiest. Is it? Is it music time? from a music from across the internet and more? We are the more umbrella Wouldn't I, wouldn't what? F- Hollywood, Florida, be the Hollywood of the East Coast? No, because it's they where the movies get made is Georgia. Everybody makes movies and films
3: in Georgia. Okay. Okay. There's
4: like a whole. That, do you do you not remember
2: how you there used to be missed, like that?
4: Uh, like probably three or four different Honey Boo Boo child jokes you could have made there.
2: I thought she was a Carolina lady or a Kentucky no, she's lady.
4: All Georgia. All Georgia, huh? Wow, yeah. interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's re- what's really interesting is when you compare the human thumb to uh,
3: the mom and Squidbillies. Not the squid mom, but the human mom. The human mom. The big fat
4: white lady. In
2: you mean in Honey Boo Boo?
4: And in Squidbillies, basically it's the, the same. It's, it's the same, the same lady, yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Okay, so the 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 semblance of a human thumb, yeah, or squ- the Squidbillies
4: foretold the human thumb.
2: Right. Well, there is like you know, every cop
3: has a thumb for a head. Basically, is built like a thumb. Yeah. That's but true. now we're just getting into
2: cop phrenology, yeah. and, uh, and that's a really bad leg like, to get a show off on. What's up, everybody? It's the Moron Pros. We're back at you again. It's a Tuesday. Uh,
4: how are you doing this week, CJ? I'm all right. Uh, they're doing construction on my normal way home, so it's kind of a, a pain in the ass.
3: Yeah,
2: I've noticed. There's so much construction going on. It's like... everywhere. I always like it's fucking lame or whatever, but it's it that really meme. seems
4: like every year. It's more and more.
2: It's crazy. It's like that meme where it's like, oh, the state flower of, of Illinois. And and the little
4: cones bloom into the big and, barrels.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: But it that is exactly the way it goes on Illinois highways. Like, I mean, uh, Michigan is still lined in the same barrels it's been lined in for the last 40 years. That's pretty true. sure those barrels are, are uh, <laughs> bolted to the highways. The
3: uh, where the where 57 and 80 intersect, uh, to to 57 South, I
2: swear to God, dude, through the fall, through winter, it was never there was never a problem. People just went through that fucking shit. There was never a traffic jam. The minute it hits 75 degrees, it's just it's jammed up every single fucking day. It's the oh, really? It's wild. I'm like, how? How did this is, I don't even see construction there. People just it got nice out and they just forget how to act altogether.
4: Summer's here, people.
2: Summer is here. You know what? Uh, I'll
4: take that over the cold.
2: You know, yeah, every time I think like every time I think like, oh man, seasons are great. Fucking October happens and it's like, oh god, fuck this. Oh fuck yeah. all of this. Like why would you why, like when people were making places, you know like when we were when we were trying to make places for people to live, why did yeah. they stay in the cold ones what what the fuck were they thinking
4: i I understand like this you know you get there in the spring and the summertime, we, and you settle down, and you don't know any better, but when the winter right. hit, what the yeah. fuck were you thinking,
2: yeah, you could have left, you had
4: two years, you're
2: like, oh, fuck this, it doesn't ever just stop doing this. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking leave.
4: Go out California could, way and find CJ, me some internets.
2: We could have avoided white people altogether had the human race just had some fucking sense in their head. Uh, elaborate. <laughs> because like Caucasian people and and white people were created because of a what's a, the difference? A decrease in the need for melanated skin. What's right. The, like,
4: what's the difference between Caucasian people and white people?
2: It's the same. Caucasian is what okay. you and I are. We're Caucasian. Yeah. All right. And the You Caucas- made it sound
4: like they were two different. White right.
2: people, uh, white people originate from the Caucasus mountains, which is a Eurasian steppe or which is like the intersection between the Eurasian steppe and the er, and like Europe and kind of also a little bit northern uh of like the Middle East. Um it's it's kind of like where Habib is from in the in the UFC. Also, that guy
4: Kazakhstan shit.
2: Yeah, like in that area, those mountains—the the, the like—that's the Caucus Mountains. That's okay. where that's where white people are from, right? Okay. So why but don't you just he,
4: send all the white nationalists there? That would be a bad idea. Honestly, I think they're there there's already handle them.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying that they might just join the ranks of whoever they could find, and then next thing you know, you just got more. You Real weird a, ideologues, a,
4: super white Taliban on your hands.
2: Yeah, well, it's already kind of they're already that, but here we just they're here. They just don't yeah. have any means of organization here. Yeah, right. That's like the whole thing.
4: Send them to the motherland.
2: Just send them back to the caucuses. Oh my <laughs> god, dude, pan pan caucasism.
4: Yeah, like,
2: like we just make we. <laughs> We are
4: going back to the Caucus Mountains, like, <laughs> dude, dude, We, 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 we wear tuxedos. Get, we gotta get Matt and Jared, and we gotta film. We gotta go oh, out to the streets of Chicago. We, we gotta film that shit, bro. Yeah, dude. We, we got yeah. film that shit. We, we
2: wear tuxedos, and we wear those like little Irish or not Irish? Jesus Christ! We wear those little uh uh, uh like the the northern Kickers? the Eastern European like like cake hats. You know what I mean, like, and we're but we're also wearing the Talk tuxedo. The fuzzy hats, not the fuzzy hat. Although the fuzzy hat's a good one. We could also wear hey. the fuzzy hats. That would be very good um for me. I think visually that'd be hilarious. But no, I was thinking like they have like the fuck man. I- I'll look up a picture and I'll send it to you uh right. when we're off air. But like I, I have the hat that I'm thinking, and it and it looks almost similar to like the pan-Africanism guy hats and I think okay. it would just be really funny to play those two off each other and be like we need
4: to take all the white people back dude, I
2: to think, the promised land like, dude, dude, I, I, think it would be that, so yeah, fucking I think awesome that,
4: that would be a hilarious bit if we did a man on the streets where we were the white Israelites
2: oh dude well see no okay hold on there's so much wrong with the the analogy that you're making but like I feel like it, 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 we're, we're going at the same joke. G- <laughs> yeah we're not the white israelites because it's a complete those are just jewish people
4: um yeah, just, yes, I suppose. like like we can't do that dude, but that's we're just- even that's an even better bit if we get a couple of <laughs> couple of jewish people to do a white israelites bit uh, that's another good bit that we could run though. oh my god that'd be great
2: holy shit
0: yes that would
4: dude be great
2: Oh, we are the best of the best of the best. Like, oh, that would be yeah. so fucking great. We are the chosen people. Like, <laughs> oh god, that would be fuck. Oh. We need to start writing our ideas down. Get yeah. this, getting this uh, sketch show with uh, a weird time recorded guys rolling. We were supposed to record with Jared this week, uh, because we are in Georgia for Do America by. By Jared's Georgia. request. Georgia. Uh, we're gonna be there. Uh doing Georgia for do America. Uh also we've got page sixty two of Hansen coming up, sixty one and sixty were fucking wild with Dan Pantsig. Um, and I can't wait to see uh where that goes. Also, Deathpool, we had some we had some celebrity deaths, CJ.
4: We did. I don't think anybody hit, but there's a lot. Nobody hit. The big week.
2: I, Rourke sent, sent an article uh about Jimmy Carter uh basically just enjoying ice cream and hanging out in hospice. Okay. And I made the observation that his retirement he spent building houses. Yeah, so uh, on
4: the Ellis show totally called him the Lou Gehrig of hospice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's crushing it. It's true. Yeah. He's totally crushing it. He's just ke- eating ice cream, taking meetings. It's fucking great. He's fucking reintroducing himself to
4: grandchildren who haven't seen him in 10 years. Like, it, it, it. I mean, this is the first time he hasn't had to get up at four o'clock in the morning and start building houses in decades.
2: How much do you want to bet? Yeah, he's not, he's like getting eight hours of sleep and just like. Hanging out. Like he's he's, totally, I mean, he's on
4: hospice. They probably got him on some good drugs and shit, dude, too. Dude,
2: yeah, probably. It probably takes that amount of drugs to get him
4: to just sit still. He's taking the right amount of fentanyl.
2: Right, right, exactly. There's somebody just, like, give him a little drip. Yeah. That guy's got the right drip. Yeah.
3: Everything um, in moderation.
2: Yeah, you know, including moderation. Uh, The... Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about this week, CJ. Oh, he's crushing it. Uh he's he's treating his his retirement or he's treating his hospice care much like he treated his retirement. Doing like just a step more than everybody else, which mm-hmm. again makes me think like what the fuck did that guy do, you know? He's a monster. Like there had to be some real weird he like he found out about the aliens and couldn't tell anybody and now he's just spending his entire existence doing something to help us just
4: to telling, help humanity uh, wackadoo carpenters that H- yeah. habitat yeah. for humanity that have been court ordered. <laughs> oh my God. New sketch idea. Jimmy
2: Carter get faced. I just absolutely housed with like a bunch of fucking carpenters. He's an 84. This is like 12 years ago and he's just like absolutely housed. They're all sitting on buckets around, uh, not a campfire, but like one of those, uh, lights garbage, campfire. No, not even a garbage campfire. It's just one of the lights. It's pointed at a wall and they're all sitting around it and they're all just sitting there talking and Jimmy go, and he's just like, guys, I got to tell you something. The aliens, they're in charge of everything. (laughs) And and they're like, what? And he's like, yep. In charge of everything. And he's just do go like spills it all. And they're just like, man,
3: one time Jimmy Carter got really drunk and told me some crazy shit. But that's why he does it. I could see that. I mean, I, dude, I, you know, I've talked to enough carpenters that for sure believe in aliens. Right. Oh, dude, what if?
2: Like, there's just a pervasive belief in aliens amongst the, carpenters. It really
4: goes both sides, though, I'll tell you. I once watched uh, two guys get into a fist fight over if the landing <laughs> was real or not. Once. They both think it's fake, but for different reasons. No, one thought it was real, one thought it was fake. I'm the guy that also thought it was fake, but for a completely different reason.
2: Yeah, not because any specific people run the government, yeah. but just
3: because I think it's fake. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's fake, but only because the technological capability to fake such things wouldn't exist for
2: another 40 years. And even then, it was shoddy at best. Uh, It
4: makes you wonder how quick the technology moves on their end before it
3: gets to the consumer level. I mean, I've seen the footage. It, It would look bad even if it was like...
2: Like... It it just wouldn't make sense, the expenditure.
4: James Cameron knows. That's why he waits so long. <laughs> he knows exactly how long it's going to take. He's like, all right, well, if it's going to be another eight years until they're going to give us this technology, they he already
2: create he, he creates it. He invents half of the technology
3: that that's he the, uses.
4: That's the deal he works out with them, so they don't... <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't... I don't know. That second one was... Jesus Christ. I enjoyed them both. Ne- neither of them were. Uh, they don't touch the Blade series. Not even the last one. <laughs> okay.
4: You know what I want to watch while we're talking that? about uh, movies I-, I haven't watched in a while? Short Circuit.
2: Short Circuit? I have not either but uh, what's the guy? What's the fucking Johnny robots Five? Johnny Five, fuck yeah, dude! He just popped in my head the other day, Johnny Five, and I was like, I gotta watch Short Circuit. I haven't seen Short Circuit probably since I was like six years old, but it's I used the to free watch Willy shit.
4: of robots, dude.
2: It is, it it really is, dude. It's that it was, movie that we man. all watched. A Everybody million talks times. about how
4: Wally's all deep and shit but short circuit is
2: Wally is literally sculpted after Johnny five. Like it's, it's literally a Johnny five rebrand. Can we all agree? I'm sure that that's like written somewhere in some yeah. interview with some dick. If you dickhead.
4: disagree with those, get in our comment section, com slash the moron bro show. CJ. Tell us we're wrong and we'll tell you to fuck off.
2: Conor McGregor punched a mascot so hard the guy had to go to the hospital.
4: I like, i seen an article that <laughs> and the article was like Conor McGregor was so high on drugs that he thought he was actually in a fight for a minute.
2: Well, no. What had happened was they had planned that he was going to, he was gonna punch the mascot, yeah. right? And yeah. the mascot was ready to take the first hit, which is like so they're like squared up, and then Connor just like wham, hits him with a right. He didn't hand. see the
4: leg sweep coming, though.
2: No, no, no. Connor follows up with an extra right hand while the while the mascot is on the ground already, <laughs> and I guess they didn't plan for that part. And Connor. It seems like, and his it, the explanation that was released was that he thought the mascot head was like a solid thing, and it most certainly was not. And it's, so, I mean, like, it's
4: still gonna give you some cushion though.
2: When he punched it, it gave immediately, and it just, and it just, he bounced his fucking knuckle off of some poor dude's head. <laughs> <laughs> and like gave him a concussion because then it bounced his head the off the floor. this is not
4: why i got into male cheerleading at all
2: <laughs> oh fuck man is it just the greatest fucking thing and then they asked dana white about it at the press conference they were like uh so do you have any comment about you know what happened uh at the arena and dana white just goes I don't know why these fucking mascots keep trying to get punched in the face by professional athletes. <laughs> he's like he's like, what kind of fucking moron would do that shit? I was like, all right, cool. Hell yeah, Dana. Yeah. I mean,
4: you know, I'm sure he had a discussion
2: with his lawyer beforehand. Right. He's like, if they ask you about the Connor thing, I just, just don't
3: see how like <laughs> Conor McGregor should be allowed to fight in the UFC ever again. I mean,
4: there's a lot of fighters like that, my guy.
2: Conor,
3: ain't the a, only one. He's the yeah, most lucrative.
4: A, That's why. There's wide. a lot of fighters that take the time off that Conor does, but they also stay on USADA testing.
2: He um is the most lucrative fighter, which to you and I obviously doesn't matter because it doesn't. Uh, But when you put Conor McGregor on a card, it sells more. Cards like sells more pay per view than any other card. I think so, you
4: if he loses his next fight,
2: no, which is demonstrably just it, like every fight that he has fought on doesn't matter. Even if he loses, he literally is a PR machine.
4: He is the what, yeah. What if he highest... keeps losing? People are going to stop giving a shit about him. They said that after the Diaz loss. They said that
2: after the Poirier loss. They said that after the second Poirier loss. Now he's going to fight Michael Chandler. They have a tough season going into it. I'm telling you, man, he's, it, he, him and John Jones are those guys that like just have transcended, transcended the sport itself. And it's like, as long as they are on, it's kind of like,
4: Jones shouldn't even be on the street.
2: But. It's kind of like if you have a Paul in a boxing match, right? It has to be the headline and it, and it is going to be the worst fight on the card, right? It doesn't matter though because everybody tunes in to see the Paul brother fight. It's the same concept, but with people that actually have talent, or at least I just want to see him have to go to talent.
4: Bellator.
2: That won't happen. <laughs> it won't. It, it's just that none of the other like Inganu is probably your best chance of seeing something like that happen, and him going to God, the PFL,
4: rip ass, in Bellator. If he went to Bellator,
2: well, he's going. Well, they, they, first of all, Bellator couldn't offer him the money, let alone his opponents. Yeah. Requisite money that he was asking them to pay, like they could probably pay him three to five million a fight, but they couldn't pay another guy two million a fight just to fight him either though yeah. like, they 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 couldn't do that, but like
4: he him four hundred grand
2: bro you give me you give me a hundred grand i will I will go get fucking punched in the face by Francis and one time and fall down and cry like it I don't like getting punched in the face it it hurts and sucks and all that, but like. I was just gonna force him into
4: a body punch.
2: Honestly, there's not. A, there's I think, not.
4: I, I don't think. I don't think it matters where I'm getting punched or kicked by him. I think you, I'm going down and crying. If you pay me, if you pay
2: me more than my yearly salary to get to fight anyone, really, Francis Ngannou is just the scariest one I could think of. Uh, I, I will do Jones. that. Right. I yeah i mean J- john jones even that i mean it's scary don't get me wrong but it's like it's less how scary. much like physically much to get
4: in the ring with john jones but he's allowed to do all the cocaine he wants so he doesn't even he's gonna do like a he he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna do just, a pile just, of cocaine just,
2: before yeah, fighting me yeah, yeah, yeah no i honestly play. okay now you have and en- now entering the what's new the scariest thing i can think of yeah, that's
4: what's, what's the price two, two
2: times my yearly salary just two, now that's my bottom floor uh, I will start at ten million. Uh, if we can, if you, if I get you down to, if you can get me down to like, you know, my ground floor, which, like I said, is two times my yearly salary. Uh, it's much lower than ten million dollars. So, that's the starting. Line. That's my negotiation for that. Because John Jones on a pile of cocaine is probably the scariest thing I've,
5: I can yeah. imagine.
2: Because like Francis Ngannou, I just cannot see him getting scarier like he just doesn't get scarier he just gets nicer and cooler yeah if he did a bunch of cocaine he would
4: just be super cool yeah uh, <laughs>
2: he, would, he would just i would just want to hang out with francis Singer. john jones seems like he would be genuinely
4: uh, i mean he just wants to fire guns out the window and fucking yeah ass.
2: just just terrifying absolutely yeah. absolutely terrifying
4: what about uh rampage jackson
2: Now, Quentin Rampage Jackson, we're on. We're sort of in the same scale of too cool, frightening. I see. But I mean, he's a
4: frightening fella. There.
2: Okay. So there's there's got to be an amount of cocaine that Rampage Jackson could do that would make him scary. But I think that there is also. But But I think there's also an amount of cocaine that he could do that would make him super fucking cool for sure. Like, like, and and I want to say that it's on the lower end. I think the the less coke he does the cooler he is. It's like Kratom. The more yeah. Coke he does, the less cool he's gonna get. Like I think that goes for everybody. He's gonna like I see Rampage Jackson kind of turning into a, a Tony Montana after like three hours of a binge. Yeah. You know? Like he just like all of a sudden he's like they're here and you're like, who's here? And he's like, they are you know who I'm talking about, the ops and you're like, I don't I don't know who you're talking about, Rampage. And he's like, No, stop calling me that don't call me my government name and i'm like i called you rampage i did not call you anything else and then he's like he pulls out a fucking ak-47 he like puts a couple holes in a wall and he's like this is my house i can do what i want and i'm like yeah absolutely dude
3: anyway i've never been in a situation like that before <laughs> uh yeah i think it's yeah it's like i'd start at five and I'd let him take me down to one mil Yeah, no, I mean, to to,
4: okay,
2: take this into consideration for
4: twenty
3: grand. There are guys, there are guys
2: who train a lot, right, to fight those dudes, and they only make like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, like they do not make a lot of money. Like it's crazy. But when you look at what some of those guys get paid out, it's like you
4: said, they're they're trained, they know how to take a punch. We're just two regular guys, and honestly, I think people would pay more. To see two regular guys get knocked the fuck out. Oh
2: dude, we get to fight Francis and Ganu at the same time. Yeah.
4: I think people would pay a lot <laughs> more people oh, would dude. pay a lot more money to see that than see him fight like an <laughs> act, an actual accomplished fighter. That would be the stupidest fucking
2: thing. Oh my
4: god. We and should we talk get to- we we get like uh twenty five grand each for each round we last. Bro, give it a year and the PFL will op-
2: will be open to hearing us out for that. <laughs> Like if 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 it doesn't pan out with them and like everything kind of falls through and they've just wasted like millions of dollars like signing all these I fighters, mean, I, that I they think, can't sell. I fights think for. we
4: tag team the Paul brothers and we could we could probably
3: do it. I don't. They were collegiate wrestlers, man. They were no I'm shit, not, I'm no shit about. athletes. Well, well my they're guys. they're boxing.
2: Yeah, but no shit athletes, my guy. I don't. I don't I, like. <laughs> it, it, as, as, we could talk all the shit and meme about him all we want, but, yeah, I mean, but I've it, seen him throw a
4: punch. I could take that punch to the face all day.
2: Tyron Woodley thought that. Tyron Woodley is a really good fighter.
4: Yeah, my face is really good at absorbing blows.
2: I'm built differently, is not a defense. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's
3: got bad form.
2: I mean, true, but uh, it's,
3: you know, he's got a shit ton of fucking training. Kinda. Uh but that was that was what I wanted to talk about this week. Uh was just well, Carter we, McGregor. We going
2: to talk about
4: fucking uh old Trumpers too, right?
2: Oh yeah, and uh yeah, Donald Trump probably going to jail. I honestly didn't look into what the extra charges were that were really? uh, levied levied at him again. Yeah, like
4: some kind of nuclear secrets or something.
2: It looks like he might have been selling secrets. He might be Oh, uh, selling them. Yeah. Okay. He's implicated in in the sale of Secret documents.
4: Like, dude, should have just legalized weed and opened up a bunch of weed farms. <sighs> I'm he telling would have made you, so much money.
2: I'm
3: telling you, dude. And apparently, there's like phone calls that they have that are pretty incriminating. Okay.
4: I mean, it, that that doesn't. The dude's not afraid to, to to speak out loud. His
3: opsec is awful. It's wild how like he'll there's like a you can literally almost go like
2: look for a phone call of him like talking about something that he's doing that's illegal and then also search that same day of him like speaking and he talks about how he wants to crack down on doing the thing that he is doing currently it's fucking crazy like
4: yeah because then that thing he's doing is now more profitable
2: well, exactly. Like, he's like, oh, we're going to crack down on corporate espionage. And then you can find, like, a phone call from that day where he's like, so we are going to do so much corporate espionage. And it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. It's like, it's almost funny. It is funny. Just, it's straight up. He's the most entertaining man that's ever existed.
4: Yeah, I've seen somebody on Reddit the other day, uh, Fred sent me a, like a snapshot of it, of somebody making um, the argument that America is, in fact, the most progressive country in the world, as we are the first country to uh, openly, clearly elect a mentally challenged person as president.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're the most non-ableist country. Yeah. And the most non-ageist country as well. We elect the most old and mentally feeble people. We should just put a baby in there next time and see what happens. Fuck it, bro. Boy king. Let's do it. Just a
4: baby. Ask him nothing but fucking yes or no questions and just give him like a fucking thing. Yes. A couple buttons. Yes.
2: If we can't get the rock, let's get a baby. I fucking, I'm so down. Although I gotta say, I gotta say, babies are zero content. Like They are are no content. Well, no, that's the problem with Biden is he's no content. And the content that he is is fucking lame. Yeah. It's always him falling down. Him falling down is the best content we get. It It is is a good time. (laughs) I will say we do get to have a pretty good time when Biden falls down. But, I mean, it's not like the best. It's like two days of like ah, but then it. After a while, you're like ah, old man falls down. That's the leader of the country. Oh (laughs) jeez, you're like it's it's not so funny anymore. Once you kind of like to to me personally, it's still pretty fucking. I mean, it is still funny, but it's not like it's sad. Not sad because of like it happening, but like sad that like it has a bigger meaning than like. What it is, it can't just be, "Ha ha, old man falls down, old pedophile falls down," right? Can't just be that. It's got to be leader of the free fucking world
4: or whatever. We probably deserve it.
2: (laughs) We absolutely deserve it. Don't ever think that I'm saying we don't deserve it, please. But I'm just saying, it's just, god damn it, like living in the fall of an empire is just so. Fucking, just give us content god damn don't fall down like falling down zero content
4: some content
2: anyway the first thing we do every single every single week here at the moron bros after we talk about the contextual nature of the united states government and conor mcgregor punching mascots uh we are going to do our weeks in review through song uh These aren't necessarily songs that uh describe our week. They could just be songs that we've been listening to
4: all week c j what do you got for us this week? last Friday, I went to the fallout to check out stuck lucky um they played with a couple other good bands. The first band was from Indianapolis. they were called the deacons of something okay uh they were like they were they were really good It was like uh traditional solely kind of pinstripey situation nice Uh, they were really good and then uh local legends played from milwaukee they were really good and then stuck lucky played and i was smoking a doobie out on the skate park and they were playing and i was listening to them and i could hear the bass and the drums real good over everything else uh and I realized that I, I recognize those base lines, and that, that they're just thrash speed, the specials that's uh, in inge- it, it's genius. I mean, yeah. it's pretty great. Uh, so that, that was pretty fun. Uh, and then Bumsy and the Moochers rounded off the night. So I'm going with stuck lucky for my pick this week with like a possum. What's your pick? Uh, you picked like a possum yeah that's so
2: funny uh so i went and did stand up last week this
4: last week I literally did not put that together until just now
2: (laughs) yeah i i uh i went and did stand up and it did been the first time in like four months i actually did pretty well i think um it felt good to get back on stage and just kind of bullshit with a crowd um it was fun. I was back at Ds, so that was cool. I haven't been to D's since I bombed there, so bad that an audience member like legitimately tried to fight me. Um, so it was cool to be back doing stand-up. Um, and so I picked uh, this kind of pertains to the conversation that I had with Matt Wixon while he was on our show. We, d- we should talk about we should decompress a little bit from that episode uh at some point this up uh this episode okay do a little like debrief because that i feel like it was just a lot that we dropped on our listeners and then never addressed it okay i think some people probably aren't even done listening to the matt Wixon episode
4: i mean uh it's currently in our top three most listened to episodes i mean if you didn't check out
2: our matt Wixon episode i know it's a long one but you should uh, if you like Matt Wixon at all, if you haven't checked out redacted memories, if you don't know who Matt Wixon is, uh, definitely check out our w- episode from two weeks ago, uh, where we had Matt Wixon on, we broke down redacted memories and we hung out with him. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but in that episode, we talked about the special or not the specials, Jesus, uh, the slackers. And, uh, we talked about attitude, the song attitude and how that was like a, one of those crazy, really good covers. Um well this song is uh, off of the same album as that attitude cover. It is like a virgin by the slackers, because it felt like a virgin uh to do stand up again. Uh all right. for yeah, I the know, first time.
4: I, I did not put those two titles together at all. Yeah,
2: you did like a possum, I did like a virgin. <laughs> it really describes us as guys. I'm I'm yeah. like a virgin.
4: And I'm like a possum.
2: (laughs) CJ's like a possum. All right,
4: we got stuck lucky coming up next with like a possum. The slackers after that with like a virgin. You're listening to the Moanbro Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out. Like a virgin the slackers there before that stuck lucky with like a possum
2: that is our weeks in review through song make sure to go and tell us what week what song sums up your week uh, on our weekly post uh well that's that's gonna just about get us to it right here it's time to do america uh each week cj and i are going on a virtual road trip across the country to try and find music from every single state we are in georgia by request of our good friend jared from a weird time recorded uh we got the call out in their episode and so now here we are in the state of georgia
3: um it wasn't as bad as it's been in the past it's true it uh, in past
2: iterations of Do America, Georgia has proved to be quite difficult. Uh, in this time, it was only kind of difficult. But well, rewar- most
4: difficulty I've had.
2: Yeah, but rewarding. I mean, not
3: to say not for nothing.
4: You know. It's yeah, not I think like we- that um, the the fruit that it bared was much more ripe this time
2: yeah i was gonna say i feel like in the past we've kind of settled on on bands at least this time it was somebody it was each both of us it was bands where we were like these guys
3: let's go with them you know um but cj what uh how how was your experience
2: of finding bands in, in in georgia
4: Uh, I tried a different couple routes, as I do, but I ended up in the Facebook area. I had one band I thought I was for sure going to pick, but I ended up switching at the last second to uh, my pick, uh, Fox Wound, with their song Invoke Despair. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and I had a similar experience.
2: I was actually looking for uh, hip-hop artists in uh, Georgia, and I ended up finding... uh, so what I what I was doing uh because it was difficult to find bands I was looking up uh hip hop venues and I was like oh number one hip hop venue this band or that band or or this you know venue or that venue and I was going to, and I was looking at events in on the venues and in one of the venues I saw an event for Crabhammer uh and I was like what is that and that is where I found this ska core band I don't even know how to describe. Got going on. It's yeah, it's heavy. It's like it's real like like ska punky, but then it's like metal, and then yeah, it's like pretty
4: heavy, but it's pretty horny.
2: And then it gets horny, gets so horny in the middle of like breakdowns. It's crazy. So uh, so yeah, I went with Crabhammer. What was the name of the song, CJ? Uh, hashtag Trump tweets. Hashtag. Trump tweets. Uh which is fitting cuz that guy is probably going to go to jail. Uh, and it's actually you know what's probably going to do it is they still haven't pressed charges on him from Georgia. Okay. There's there's charges in Georgia that need to be pressed uh against him for uh election fraud or uh, or attempt to commit election fraud. Okay. Uh that was the Georgia's the phone call that he had where he was like I need 5,000 votes. Like it's so funny because this, again, it's one of those times where he's like, where he's like at a rally being like, we will not have corrupt politicians asking for votes. And then Man. earlier that day, he literally was making a phone call being like, I need votes. I mean, at like, least dude, get, like
4: a voice changer on your phone, bro. Like,
2: like fucking dude, it's so funny. Like, how did you, how did you mathematically do the stupidest fucking thing you could have done?
4: Like, it's just. a burner and a voice changer like come on
2: it's too good it's too good anyway uh that that is our that is our georgia picks if you know some bands from georgia let us know about them uh ultimately georgia you know not as bad as i thought it was gonna be this time
4: improvement
2: improve
4: georgia will Uh, win most improved state georgia uh, round
2: improved
4: yeah Uh, So we got Crabhammer coming up with hashtag Trump tweets, Fox wound after that with Invoke Despair. This is Georgia. We are the Moron Bros. Let's check it out. despair, fox wound there, crab hammer before that with hashtag Trump tweets. Georgia's actually showing up this year. Hey, that
2: marks Georgia
4: off the list
2: of our Do America. Uh, we'll figure out what state we're going to next. Uh, just make sure to tune in next week and find out where we're going to. Uh, is it? Are we going to Florida? No, that will be the week
4: following. Oh, okay, so then we should probably We got go a special to the, one ready for Florida for you though. We should probably go to the state, the other state that's It'll above a Very informational episode Above Florida. What what else is what's above Florida? What else is above Florida? Uh, Alabama
2: <laughs> So I guess we're going to Alabama next week
3: Going to Bama the Floribama Shore We're going to F- F- Bama Who pig? Roll Tide, right? Roll, Roll Tide. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's. I got Woo it pig. right. Yeah. Woo Pig is a different.
2: <laughs> Woo
4: Pig is a different. Roll Tide. Uh, roll Tide. Roll, Roll Tide. Isn't that where they have Talladega? Uh,
2: no, Talladega is Florida. Okay. Yeah, I think Talladega, Alabama, doesn't sound right. Talladega, Florida, that sounds like a place. If I'm, if I'm being,
4: if I'm Talladega, a the name of the town or the track. Uh,
2: uh, it's the place where the track is. It's Talladega, Florida. Okay. I gonna. Look, I'm going to look that up.
4: All right, well, while you're looking that up, you want to you wanna roll me in first?
2: It is time, everybody, for this week's entry into the audiobook that will one day be titled The Moron Bros Presents Mbop to the Top an unauthorized biography written by Jill. Oh, cocksucking over from back in the day. Matthews. Loves a dick. We are on page
4: 62. Last week, we did the first ever double page week. No, I mean, it was altogether one page. Altogether one page. Like, literally, if I line the two pages up. Talladega. It's a perfect full page.
3: Wait, what's, the, what's the deets on Talladega? Hold on. Hold on. Talladega... <laughs> Speedway. It's in Talladega, Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Roll Roll hat. Well what was I
2: then what am I thinking? What what place am I thinking? What Florida what is the Florida
4: track that's down? The... I don't know.
2: Florida is
4: It's a state. Daytona. Oh yeah, Daytona. Yeah, okay, I'm
2: thinking I of. Da- I was thinking of Daytona, Florida. That's why I'm thinking. Okay, I w- I was very wrong. I was very wrong. Okay,
4: carrying oh, on. That's too classy of a raceway for me. I- yeah,
2: yeah. D- really? You think so? Yeah, I think you're the. You're so. You would fit in so well. They wouldn't even know that you're not like you're a a, a bleeding heart liberal.
4: Hey dude, I want to see buttholes too.
2: Show me your butthole.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I can't wait. Let's all go to night, ta- all day. The
2: Moron Bros presents Talladega. I can't wait. Let's fucking go. Or Daytona Beach. Either way. The Moron bros d- presents Daytona. Sign to- me up. Yeah, hey, we
4: need to get a one of them portable recorders.
2: Yeah, that'll be great. So, uh it is time for Mbop to the top. Each week, CJ is reading uh, one entry from Bob to the top to me. We're on page sixty-two. Uh, man, it got,
3: it has gotten so much creepier. Do you it, not remember man, last week, no, CJ? It was, yeah, it was pretty predatory. I remember
4: us warning Dan Panzig off-air of the predatory nature of Jill Matthews. Okay, and him kind of shrugging it off. And what, then. What? As we were reading it, him being like, "Oh my god," <laughs> has Dan has
2: Dan said anything uh, since the release of the podcast? Uh, we were
4: talking, and he, he we have been invited to go do two fat guys on the internet. Fuck yeah, let's but go. We need to figure out the scheduling, because we got to drive. We got we got to go there. Oh shit,
2: okay, hell yeah. Where's it at? Uh, well, okay, nah, nah, don't say we don't want to dox them. Never yeah. mind. Or- uh, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, hell yeah, let's go fucking do it. Um.
4: So he was he was uh surprised or he was uh, prepared for I, I don't I I don't think he believed how predatory Jill Matthews was until I'm we even talked about it in the episode that I
2: was surprised how predatory she got it within the, the just the pages that we read She
4: likes her tailor man she likes her tailor
2: Honestly like I said I am almost terrified at what the Zach uh the Zachariah
4: Uh, Chapter is going to be especially the opening. She really seems to go hard on the opening. Good
2: God! And 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 we haven't even gotten to Taylor's horoscope yet, which is going to be just I'm going to cry laughing most likely because it was so terrible. But let's go. (laughs) Let's let's get this over with. Let's get page sixty two. Bob to the top. CJ, let's make it happen.
4: Designed and maintained by Tay's inventive techno babe fans. What okay. is? Wait, what is? You have to go back next week oh. to find out. <laughs> Last week to find out. Uh, All mylinks.com slash the Show. We need to get stickers with QR codes made for that, by the way. That would be really uh, good. I can start slapping those up at shows. So, can you just read it one more time for me? I'm sorry. Designed and maintained by Tay's inventive techno babe fans. Techno babe fans. I don't. I don't know what that means, but I'm picturing. so this is I'm between, picturing uh, the robot ladies from Austin Powers with guns for boobs. Okay, that's an that's an interesting view of how that goes. This is
2: 1997, so like techno babes in 1997, I imagine look like, looking, like
4: a movie hackers, like with Angelina Jolie.
2: Yeah, or, uh, or or like that lady from the NCIS,
4: like a lot of Caucasian dreadlocks.
2: Okay, those people that were dancing under that bridge.
4: Oh, Wooks, yeah. Yeah. Like, little like those, for
2: sure. Like those like those kind of ladies. Those are uh, all the people Dothi that are whooks. All of those people heard Mbop bop to the top and were like, I'm gonna suck this fourteen year old's dirt. That's what they that's what they were saying. Weird.
3: Yeah.
2: Weird that they would say that.
3: Wait that's the weird thing to say. <laughs> Taylor is the most <laughs> She said
2: it. She's saying yeah, that that's what they were doing. I don't, I'm don't. i not yeah. making any implication myself. I, I have never seen it's any uh, evidence. Matthews. I've never seen any evidence of this.
4: All Jill Matthews. Yeah. Taylor's the most enigmatic Hanson. The one who probably is harboring a few secrets no one knows. Oh. What the what? absolute what? fuck does that mean? What? What in the
2: fucking world could that possibly mean? why would you include secrets no one knows yeah so okay okay, when i was a kid cj i have mentioned this before i i was under the impression that it was just taylor and then the other two were kind of just riding along right and there were there were definitely there were definitely like rumors that like persisted about like oh taylor hansen is dating so and so so maybe that is what this and it was like early when there was like still paparazzi and stuff so it was like
4: and information matthews was so and so
2: information well no but it could have been In, uh information wasn't so free-flowing so like the whole idea of like oh he's dating starlets or whatever could be more or less the implication here but like it just who was a be... Scarlet
4: back then, like the 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 girl from uh, that darn cat and Casper.
2: Yeah, yeah, the Christina Ricci's.
4: Christina Ricci. The
2: Ricci, the Ricci. Rishi? Yep. Um. Uh. At this time, I'm trying to think, who else could there have been? Uh. See, for uh, a... for
4: me personally, at this era in my life, I was. Uh, Sexually obsessed with Lucy Lawless being you know, a princess warrior.
2: I don't think I don't I don't think the Hansons had a chance though.
4: Neither well, do I. I mean, neither did I. But you know,
2: true. Jill Matthews was into it. Maybe Lucy Lawless was into it. I doubt Maybe. that
4: though.
2: I'm gonna uh, be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I think I Lucy that. Lawless. I think Lucy Lawless is a stand up lady and wouldn't do that to a child. Jill Matthews, Matthews, who I'm convinced is actually uh, a middle-aged man uh, at the time of the writing of this book for
3: sure, so
4: yeah. definitely would. Oh, for sure. All right. <laughs> I'm the quietest one, obviously, is what he told MTV News. Taylor really is the shy one, the serious one, the one who blushes most easily, and easily the most modest of the trio. Now that okay. goes that goes against what you're telling me about him being the, the the main guy.
2: Well, he was just he was the lead singer. He like every main oh, like okay. singular vocal part was Taylor. Okay. So th- I guess that was probably more the impression. Or the reason for the impression that he was kind of the head guy.
3: All right. I think yeah. I think we're about to get a little deeper into this. Okay. How modest? Put it this way. All evidence
4: to the contrary. Like 11 songs out of 13 on the album, Taylor tries to dodge being tagged as the lead singer, insisting part of what Hanson is is that there's not just one guy who sings. Having three voices is what makes us Hanson. Cap. All cap. He fucking
2: failed if that was his goal. Because that was not the way... Uh, as a child, as a brainless child who was this marketed directly to, that was not the impression I got. I, w- I got that this was very much a Taylor Forward band.
4: Okay. Which, I mean, hey, you I know. Mean, it seemed like uh, we discussed it with
3: somebody that agreed with He was, was it Matt? No, I think Pantsy, actually. Okay. All right, I lost myself where I was at in the book here. All right.
4: Uh when asked how it feels to be this successful this young Taylor may goof around with Ike Actually we thought we'd be younger We were just saying man we're too old now What does that mean Yeah what the fuck But he'll but he'll quickly revert to his true feelings and gently say You can never expect to be this successful you can only work for it and hope for it but to hear Casey Kassin announce that you're number one in his countdown and to look in Billboard and see your name, that is really cool. Jill Matthews and
2: basically everybody who seems to interact with the Hansen brothers really has the air of like a person who's, who uses the phrase, you're really wise for your age. Like to kids that are about the Hansen's age.
4: You know what I mean? Yeah. Real weird stuff. I think that that helps them
3: justify what they're doing to them behind the scenes. Yeah, more or less. I think so. That's a fair assumption, I think. Yeah. Ironically, the heartthrob Hanson uh, in the
4: spotlight is one least drawn to it. It's not that Taylor doesn't appreciate his fans, but he'd really rather not be singled out as the most popular of the boys. He's always seen himself as a third of the trio, no more, no less, deserving than Ike or Zachariah. Is this dude, do,
2: or this lady doing a fucking proto, leave Britney alone, yeah, like please just leave Tay-Tay alone, <laughs> It's more or less what I'm getting, that's very much the attitude that I'm getting from this, uh, this, this chapter so far.
4: Maybe. Alright, we got a, a sentence and a half left here on page 62. It's weird to be perceived otherwise by thousands of fans. How shy is Taylor? Depends on the situation. If... How if, shy...
2: What, is he?
4: If what? You will have to... Uh, oh,
2: shit. That's where it ends.
4: Yeah. Tune in next week for page 63 of Oom Bop to the Top to find out Depends on the situation,
2: if. If what? What
3: does, if if he's going to be, if he's going to be nasty? Uh, molested by a, a middle-aged man on a skateboard? Most likely is what it seems like. I told you not
2: to, I told you not to describe that to Matt, and you did it anyway. Uh, <laughs> dude, I got,
4: <laughs> people need to see what I'm seeing when I'm reading people, this book. Are not gonna see it because I even picture her writing this book on a skateboard. Every right. time I picture Joe Matthews, she's on a skateboard.
2: No, I know, I know what you're doing. I know how. I know the way your brain's working on this. I'm just telling you, they're not gonna see it, and it, and it, it's just it's make it make, it'll make us seem crazy.
3: okay with that.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it too. Just letting you know. But uh, that is Mbop to the top everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bro Show, uh, page sixty. Taking a shit, riding on a skateboard. Taking a shit, riding on a skateboard. Now that... On a toilet, is... though. Why? The so toilet's that... also
4: on a skateboard.
2: Oh, okay, the toilet's on a skateboard. See, now right. that's something the jackass guys have done. I was going to say, why haven't we seen shitting on a skateboard on a, in a jackass movie i think
4: i have well not in a but movie but there's definitely
2: but... there's definitely shitting on a toilet that's on a skateboard that's like a famous clip right like that's like a thing
4: maybe i don't it's hard to say there's a lot of poo and there's a lot of toilets attached right to wheels right if i had
2: if i had friends that were good at skateboarding and a friend that could poop on command i, I don't understand why you wouldn't poop and on we kind of
4: we kind of know a guy
2: in mid air, like just get get air. Poop. We
4: got to we got a poop on command guy. I think who at work.
2: Oh, he can't. It's not on command. That shit's coming whenever it comes. He, well, he doesn't that's what have I'm saying po- just because he doesn't
4: have control over it doesn't mean con- he can. It's, it's on- consistent. <laughs> no, no. We no. just we just feed him and we wait ten minutes. It's the
2: exact opposite of having control. He has no control and just shits all the time. <laughs> it's not. <laughs>
4: Uh, Give him some Taco Bell, like, you know, 20 minutes before shoot time. Okay. And it's on. All right. Well, Yoba Jagoya.
2: Yoba Jagoya. This is a radio show on a Tuesday, and we would be just complete buffoons. Absolute assholes if we did not do a two. Arguably two are. Two. Two. for tuesday i was just gonna see how long we could like har- like just <laughs> harmonize there for a second i don't know if it was harmonizing but we were in sync <laughs> i didn't know how long we could do that for uh anyway um it's two for tuesday and we've got a double whammy of hamel on trial yes yeah a good mixture of dan Panzig. And Matt Wixson, if they just ran head-on into each other, uh, would basically I, I be Dan
4: pantsig. With Matt Wixson talking about his or, guitar... Uh, sc- Matt Hamill. Or- H- H- God uh, damn- his guitar skills increasing um, in a Willie Nelson direction, it's only a matter of time until he becomes Hamill, right? Yeah, we get 15 years. Like maybe- once his hair falls out, that's it. Yeah, oh, dude, if Matt loses
2: his hair... <laughs> well, he's he's hamel like yeah. he's just yeah he's Hamill, like m- might as well start painting yeah you know what that's what we should tell him right now we should be like hey dude get ahead of the curve start painting that way like when you're when you're <laughs> older and like, you're in that phase where you want to paint you have like some older versions of stuff that before you were painting
3: uh,
4: that, yeah, shit. That, that shit that shit gets worth money over time after that you die. That shit whatever. will be
2: the expense, even if he's not dead, right? Like when he gets older and he's like, he's like, oh, this is the Matt Wixon, you know, Etsy shop where I sell, you know, original original Matt Wixons, you know, and the, like people are like, oh, I'll pay thirty five, forty dollars for you know this folk artist's, you know, rendition of a, a scene in RoboCop. Like I'll I pay actually, for that. Dude, I, w- yeah, when you put it that way. Right, exactly. No, I would definitely pay for
4: that. Absolutely, but like,
2: but then, <laughs> but then he's like, okay, but now I have this also off to you the could side peg, too,
4: because Robocop's in Detroit. Like, it's
2: right. It's it's very. I know. Uh, right. And then at the and then at the very bottom of the page for three hundred
4: dollars like Robocop, B T B burrito out in front of BTB, I was gonna say for three hundred
2: and fifty dollars, you have a drawing of the specials character, uh, doing uh an ollie, uh, over. Uh, a shark, and that is that is, and he's and it's like, oh, this was before I was a painter, I was just sketching,
4: you Man, know, just jumping the shark. That's exactly uh,
2: there's so much, there's so much meaning in what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. a total buffoon, I promise. um So, <clears throat> I don't even know why I was doing that though, to be honest with you. But Hamill is our uh, two, yeah. uh
4: The inspiration for this is if you're listening to this and you're in the Chicagoland area. The Montrose Saloon this Saturday at 3 p.m. It's a fucking matinee show. You'll be home by seven. You'd probably be home far earlier than seven.: Yeah, no, if you live close to the city, you can get home by seven.: Yeah. um, Hamel on trial will be there. You should absolutely come out, look for at least half of the Moron Bros. That's a guarantee. Um we're going want to ha- kill
2: us. You could do that.
4: Yeah, I mean we're I'm usually like in the same two places all the time anyway. It wouldn't
2: yeah? Be no, it'd years. be easy actually. Yeah, on a regular weekend, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be easy. <easier. laughs> uh, no, anyway.
4: Uh, so we got Hamel on trial coming up with Mouthy B. Hamel on trial after that with Don't Kill. You're listening to the Morneau Show here at RealPunkRadio.com.
2: Let's check it out.
5: She wasn't from this world, she was from Australia. Halfway around the globe, she came, not knowing a soul, to New York City, no less. I loved to watch her lips form the words that shrouded an accent, sashayed confidently down the torn brick alleys of my heart, kicking over ash cans of failure and blazing depressed, darkened corridors with an ice blue light. Behind the intense feminine regal gestures was the penal colony muscle of drunken pirates, and it was a juxtaposition that soaked my heart. And passion. She was a mouthy B.R.I., and I love her. She was a mouthy B.R.I., and I love her. My curiosity about her every move was insatiable, and I certainly wanted to know her perspective on America. Barking like a little pirate, she would begin, I don't think your government cares about its people. The exorbitant cost of education? There's no looking to educate the lower of the middle classes. Officials piss on your future. And what's with all the flags? I never seen such insecurity in all my life. Live, she would say, dragging the vowel like a thief, wrestling a weighted bag of golden chalices down the Vatican steps. She was a mouthy bee, alright, and I love her She was a mouthy bee, alright, and I love her hit a couple of drinks and her it was like hell, it declared a fire sale. You don't manufacture anything here but war machines. Your country has to be a war to keep the economy going. The first thing you ought to do is stop calling soldiers heroes. It's an insult to the soldiers that really were heroes. Unless they killed Nazis, there's a pretty good possibility they're not heroes. They're just deadly little boys in camouflage with a license to kill, acting out scenes from video games back home, and waiting for the applause of Walmart shoppers. Along with freedom, heroes is the most overused word in your national vocabulary. She was quietly introspective with a hangover the next day but she never backed down. She was a mouthy B.R.I. and I love her. She was a mouthy B.R.I. and I love her. a racetrack with gouss with gasoline and caught fire when she was on a roll. She would ask me why I thought Americans were so desperate to hang on to their guns. It's so obvious, she would say, the country, which was settled by Puritans and religious fanatics, had committed genocide on the inhabitants and then built the country with slave labor, all the while praying in the schools. But the true conscience of the country knew that someday there would have to be retribution, and that means the ghosts of those who were destroyed would slay the citizens in their sleep. Americans could keep their guilt today with shiny cars and Bright lights emanating from gigantic television screens. They could dull their brain with perfected auto tune sound effects, sub lyrics, and childlike melodies. They with put home alarm security systems in every room, and they could drive around in Jeeps and pseudo-military vehicles. But they knew that someday the blood was going to run in the streets like rivers of stagnant wine. So it'd be best to arm yourselves against the boogeyman. She was a mouthy BRI, right, and I loved her. She was a mouthy BRI, right, and I loved her i oh
6: I told you, I told you Don't care, don't care, don't care I don't care for loving Please don't care for hate Don't care in my name Don't care for Don't care, don't care, don't care. Once again, you didn't understand me. You disobeyed from all I can detect. From what I remember, I didn't want ask you. I commanded it from what I recollect. Thou shalt. thou shalt, what part of thou shalt not kill don't you understand? Was it that thou part that drew ya? Thou means you. Was it the shout not part that confused ya? Shalt not Don't care, don't care, don't care Christians, all your Muslims and your Jews I'm gonna say it again one more time, don't kill your neighbor oh. Jesus Christ, this shouldn't be news Don't care, don't care I thought I etched this in stone
4: Hamel on trial there with Don't Kill Hamel on trial before that with Mouthy B. Uh, we talked about Matt Wixon a little
2: bit, uh, but we haven't really done like a debrief uh, on the show about, you know, the Matt Wixon episode. If people haven't gone and checked it out again, I just got to say, I know it's long. It's a three and a half hour episode. I get it. But definitely go and check it out. Matt Wixon, really cool dude, and uh, he released a pretty good album that uh, yeah. I have enjoyed listening to over the last week or so.
4: Um, there might be more of where that came from too.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, well, just in talking to him, yeah, I think that I think that they we might have more Matt Wixon episodes coming, uh, which it, it's kind of our dream. If you've ever listened to our show before, uh, but we can't talk too much more about it than that. Yeah but anyway uh yeah what, what do you have anything you wanna like anything you have wanna say uh about that uh about that episode, like I said, just kind of a final word after kind of going back and checking it out and and doing it
4: uh I mean it was just a, it was a really good episode, yeah I, like i I rarely go back and like I'll go back and check spots of episodes for quality control right. Rarely do I go back and listen to a whole episode, let alone a three and a half hour one. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and I listened to the whole thing. Uh, it. It, it was just a lot of fun uh, talking with Matt, and there were a lot of things that I had written down to talk about that we didn't even talk about. No,
2: I I was thinking about that too. Uh, when I was doing my re-listen, um, where I was like, man, CJ and I brought up so many topics to talk about that we just didn't even touch yeah like we didn't even get close to them. and i felt like matt's a great guest in that way that like you kind of just get him going like because oftentimes what happens and this is not just with this show but like with all the podcasts and shit that i've done um like sometimes with guests it's really hard to get them to open up and start like talking about something Whereas I felt like Matt was like, oh, you want to know about something? I'm going to tell you everything there is to know about it, which isn't a bad thing at all. Like, it's like, oh, this is great. Like, I didn't have to ask any questions and I'm getting all the answers that I'm looking for.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If
4: you want to know more about Scott, go listen to the Hornpot Scott. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because between him and JJ, it's just like, it's so much knowledge and just so much nerdiness
2: i think that's also what was like making me nervous is that like his knowledge of music because i mean i even flexed it on the episode a little bit of how fucking stupid i am as far as like re- remembering music like i know songs and i know artists but i don't necessarily always know the songs the artists and the album all put yeah. together like there's just no fucking way i'm putting that together so like talking to somebody like matt is intimidating to me because i'm like i'm gonna look like i know nothing because I already have a minor knowledge, not a great, uh, you know, portfolio of like knowledge and and, and and deep understanding of a lot of the music and concepts, but like also I'm really bad with the shit
4: that I do know.
2: <laughs> so it's like I'm just gonna look like a fucking buffoon to this guy.
4: Yeah, I'm only slightly above average with that shit. Yeah, and all, and all the like the shit that I do remember are just uh no no name weirdo bands that nobody else knows. Right, but that's that's clouded in
2: its own in its own right. If, I, if like you know bands that nobody else knows,
3: like it's then you're 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 already ahead of the game.
4: Sometimes and sometimes it's just the guy uh, <laughs> Yeah sometimes not- Talking about how he really wants to fuck Prince Harry in the butthole for seven minutes. <laughs>
2: sometimes, sometimes sucking, I suck it and fucking sometimes I build a fan base for Cupcake that is referring to her only as Cupcake. Yeah, <laughs>
4: it's just a bunch yeah. of middle aged white dudes.
2: Fuck it. I can't wait. I can't wait for our section at the Cupcake uh, uh concert. Okay, so CJ. We got one last thing we got to do here before we get out of here. It is our death pool. Each week we try to select a celebrity that we think is going to die between this show and the next. It's not necessarily somebody that we want to die. It's just somebody that we think is going to die. And as long as death is going to be a thing. We might as well get some pizza out of it because if we select somebody that we think or that does die between this show and the next, we will have a pizza party here on the show. If you go to any of our social medias and go to the corresponding post that goes with this episode and make your selection in the comments section, you could have yourself a pizza on us. That's right.
3: The more Bros will door dash you a pizza. Um, last week we had
2: uh alan alda and bendy irwin bendy irwin and not like for nothing too you were just like bendy irwin that's who i think is gonna go
4: popped in my head old bendy irwin we had a guest so
2: i couldn't really i couldn't really ask too many questions but uh interesting
4: pick interesting pick i feel like I just felt like it's like one of those things where if I did call it, that would be pretty crazy, right? That yeah, would be nuts. Every now and That's then I'd like to take a shot in the dark.
2: I, f- I feel like we take a real risk every time we uh we predict a healthy president's death. Because if I we meant called we call it. I meant
4: to get on Ants in the Hall's YouTube and see what celebrities they were playing last week. Oh,
2: fuck, yeah, we got to look into that. Because they were, yeah, she, Matt was saying that they're pretty good at calling it. I think they've been doing some political stuff recently too. Oh,
4: hopefully they do Kissinger for you. Let's
2: Oh my god, if we could just get Kissinger, that would be ideal. Uh because that's who I'm going with this week. It's Henry Kissinger. It's it's like a it's like a like a like an old shoe, just putting on an old shoe. Henry Kissinger eat
4: shit. Uh in in wake of the the, the loss of Iron Sheikh Mm. I'm going with Coco Beware.
2: Coco Beware. Well, it's like it's like goals in hockey. When one falls, you're gonna get two or three more. Um, who was the other person that died this week?
3: Uh, was,
2: it was the Iron Sheik. There was another The Unabomber. Big one. Oh, that's right, Kaczynski. I think we've
4: definitely predicted that before. I have definitely picked him before, yeah.
2: You you have for sure picked Kaczynski before. So that is somebody from the Death Pool uh, canon that is that is now off the board. Um, if we were a more organized show, we would keep track of this. Being 89, I think, oh, is you're probably that old, huh? what did it. Yeah, he's an old fucking guy. Okay. Everybody was like, it was funny because uh, the news reports, they were talking about it like, they were like, oh, you know, uh, reports are that it's you know most likely natural causes. But what could have, you know, uh, you know, th- you never know that there might have been somebody who wanted revenge and this and that. Hey. And it's like, no, he was 89, dude. Like he was
4: old. There was like a kid it, in that daycare that got a job as a prison guard at that prison and finally got his hands on him.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like he was. <laughs> he's been in prison for 50 fucking years. A prison system that, by the way. Is considered cruel and unusual in international courts. So, like, he fifty fucking years in
3: there, man, or forty years in that shit. No way, dude. Yeah, natural causes. You. Yeah, it just wears on you. I mean, fuck. All right. So, uh, Henry Kissinger and Coco,
4: beware. Make sure to go to allmylinks.com dot com slash the moron bros show. Uh, Get your post or get your fucking pick in on one of our posts for the week. Send us a picture of your poop. We'll guess what you ate. We're looking for uh, a little flesh to bound a book.
2: If you are listening to this live on realpunkradio.com, as soon as this show is over, go over to twitch.tv slash the show, And we are currently right now uh, probably watching TikToks uh, that are that are submitted to our discord. We're hanging out with our chat. So jump in, say hi, let us know you're coming from Meal punk radio. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll do a dance. We'll I do will, something. I will do a dance. Yeah. I have my, I'm the one that has my camera on. So it matters yeah. that I w- I would do a dance.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Keegan's the one that you're going to get the most visual from.
2: Right. No, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a good time. So come in over at twitch.tv slash uh, uh and, and hang out with us after the show. Every Tuesday after the show.
4: Alright. Two songs or music selections left. A song and an EP. You know how we do. I gotta figure out how to word that by
3: now, you know? A song and an EP? Yeah. Two, two musical selections. Two bits,
2: like like uh shave and a haircut, two bits, song and an EP. Two bits? Like I don't know how to how how you would integrate that. But I, I don't know. I that's look, that's what I think of.
4: I was just looking for a blanket statement for both a song and an E P
2: We got a seepy butthole. I don't know, dude.
4: Alright, seepy butthole. We'll go we'll go with that. <laughs> That's a CPPP would have been better. Uh, I got a
3: CPPP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got it from that CP Butthole. Yeah. Uh. All right. So we got
4: Gangrene coming up with just one bullet. We got a brand new EP out by Puffer called Puffer. You're listening to the Mornbrough Show here at realpunkradio.com. I'm CJ. I'm Keegan. We'll talk to you
2: next week. Come on back to the Moron Bro Show here at realpunkradio.com. Hail Satan.
1: Hail Satan.